Welcome to the Bible Vault, where we unpack the jewels of God's Word. I'm Jason. And I'm Katrina. And today we're continuing our series on who is Jesus by getting into the most famous scripture in all of Christianity, John 3.16. Now, just as a reminder, we are spending three episodes discussing, first, the context behind John 3, second, the meaning from this passage, and third, this extra episode about what it means for us as Christians in our daily lives. So let's recap from the first episode. In that episode, we read John 3, 1 through 21, and we learned that Nicodemus was a member of the Pharisees and the Sanhedrin and came to Jesus in the night, asking him questions and learning more about who Jesus is. Last episode, we learned more about the meaning behind Jesus' words. So, this episode, we're going to learn what are some takeaways that we can, we as Christians can learn from this interaction. So, one of the first takeaways for me is that many of us are actually like Nicodemus, even though he was the super educated man. He came here as a student, and like him, we are curious and intrigued and fascinated by Jesus. But he also came in the night, and just like many Christians try to keep this fascination with Jesus hidden as if it's a bad thing. So, just like Nicodemus saw Jesus at night, we similarly oftentimes will try to pursue our curiosities away from others. However, we see in this section that Jesus is open to any inquiries, even the hidden ones. Nicodemus wasn't turned away, and we won't be either. That said, we also can see here that the answers might not be what we expect, nor may they be something we understand. As the teacher of Israel, like we discussed in the context uh, episode, Nicodemus was well-versed in Jewish law and tradition, and he was a religious expert, someone who taught other experts what they couldn't grasp, what they couldn't understand. And the fact that while he was talking with Jesus, Nicodemus couldn't grasp what Jesus was saying tells us that there is much more to the kingdom of God than what we can understand or comprehend. Fortunately, we can look back on this passage with at least a little more clarity than Nicodemus could while the interaction was taking place. But in many events in our lives, we can't see or understand what Jesus is doing in the background. So oftentimes we also, like Nicodemus here, fail to comprehend the answers we're given. Rest assured, though, that Jesus is answering our inquiries as we see in this passage, but it just may become apparent in a way we don't initially expect. Yeah, I think that's a big deal. I think oftentimes we can feel ashamed for having so many questions. I know I did for quite a long time. It felt like, man, I should really know this and I should really be able to, you know, have have the answers to all of my deep questions. But Jesus isn't worried about that at all. He'll answer any of your questions. I think the show The Chosen, we mentioned that in the last episode, is an incredible, incredible depiction of this. Nicodemus is genuinely curious, genuinely asking and and searching for these answers. And at the end of their conversation, I think they share a hug. They do. And that part absolutely got me. I just, I started bawling. Because Jesus is there. He will hold you. He will absolutely 
guide you through all your questions. So what else do we see in this interaction between Nicodemus and Jesus? This interaction between Jesus and a powerful Pharisee who were the Jewish legal experts is also very, uh, that dynamic is also very interesting to me. Uh, What we see here is actually a direct interaction between the law and the gospel. God's law shows us his requirements, what his standards are for perfection, and Nicodemus would have understood these very well. However, because we all fall short of perfection, the law simply condemns us. It reveals our shortcomings. It's how sin is known by us, what exactly is wrong in God's eyes. So what Nicodemus was unable to understand was that God's law isn't what gets us into heaven, but rather God's love. It's his grace, his mercy, his forgiveness. And this difference is actually most directly revealed in verses 16 and 17. So we read verse 16 uh, in particular last episode, but I'm going to go ahead and read through 16 and 17 again. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. So Jesus actually admits here that he was not sent to condemn, or in other words, to do what the law does, but rather he was sent to save, which was something that Nicodemus, as a lawman, had difficulty understanding. We, too, often struggle to understand the depths of a love like this, one that will forgive and heal the deepest, darkest parts of our lives without a catch or a condition. We're told to believe in this power that we don't understand, and then we'll reap the benefits from this love in the form of salvation and freedom from our sins. And like we've said before, that freedom, you can feel it immediately. Do you have any other thoughts? I I know that we touched on this in in an earlier episode, uh, but I do want to actually take this time to point out that when Jesus said, for God so loved the world, he's talking about you. The statement is for everyone, sure, but it's for everyone on a personal level. God did what he did. He sent his son to die for you. And I think it's easy to lose the personal touch because of how often the passage is quoted and sent out, which is why I wanted to emphasize that again. This is a one-on-one conversation with Nicodemus here, and it's just as much a one-on-one conversation with us, meaning Jesus is telling you personally that God loves you and he came to save you. Yeah, that's absolutely key to understanding this passage and really letting it take meaning in your life. Along that vein, I'm curious to hear about how this passage has touched everyone else, too. So to sum up this passage, we'd love to know, who is Jesus to you? Please reach out and share your story with us. We'd love to feature your experience in an upcoming episode. Yeah, I think that being able to share personal experiences and how God has either reached out to you or if you're waiting for God to reach out and you want to kind of have have, uh, somebody else's experience to touch upon, then I think that that's an important thing, an important part of the Christian community. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I think that that just about wraps it up for today uh, and for this uh, series on John 3. 
Next week, we'll be learning more about Jesus through the witness of I am statements. So Jesus has several statements that he declares, I am, and then puts something after it. And those are very telling statements. So we're going to delve into those next week. I'm super excited for it. If you have any questions, comments, or an experience you'd like to share, please be sure to head over to our Instagram page at the Bible Vault Podcast and shoot us a message. We'd love to hear from you. Feel free to reach out at any time for any other reason, too. Thank you for joining us today on the Bible Vault. God bless, and we'll see you next time.